Welcome everybody to another episode of the Business Boys, episode 55. I'm sitting here with a half-done bloody Caesar because I was waiting for Spence to take a big poop, but he's here nonetheless, as always. Spence, how are you doing? I'm doing much better now that I've pooped. Uh, no, I was not doing that. I was uh, reading a few articles to get ready for the podcast. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Uh, the good news is I'm making ribs right after this, and I'm so excited. Oh. I haven't had ribs in forever. Uh, nothing homemade or anything, so uh, don't get too excited. They're the, just the Swiss chalet barbecue ones I'm going to throw in the oven, but I'm pretty jazzed for that. But then... You know, it's uh, it's hard times going on right now, and I might be spending Easter alone uh, in my 500 square foot condo, which which definitely sucks. But I'm I'm healthy, and uh, my family and friends are healthy, so I'm happy and thankful for that. And uh, obviously, it, to everyone out there, you know, stay safe, wash those hands, and we're sending we send you all the best here. Uh, wishing absolutely. Everyone. But just uh, quickly going back to the ribs thing. Yes. Remember. Remember when Outback was it? What was it? Montana's used to have Wednesdays? All you can eat ribs. Oh, those it were the days. Insane, yeah. And like you were young enough to just like wake up after it without like serious feeling like you wanted... Yeah, I know. You just like wake up and you're like cool, like back at it. You know, now I eat like a shitload of ribs. I'm done for like three days. Oh yeah, yeah. It's you gotta be. I gotta pace myself. I'm worried I'm gonna crush the whole rack. In one sitting, yeah. and uh, I wouldn't mind having a few leftover for lunch tomorrow. Mm. I'm a Ribs big leftovers great. guy. Yeah, I love leftover wings. I just eat them cold. They do have a different like texture to them, you know. Leftover pizza. Yeah, yeah, I like good it. stuff. My my uh, my girlfriend's been staying with me, quarantining with me, and she's like, "Aren't you gonna like warm that up when I eat it for lunch?" And I'm like, "No, it's like a new whole brand new meal when it's cold," you know. Exactly. Good stuff. I um I took your advice from a couple weeks ago. I ended up watching the Tiger King as most people did uh, across the world, and uh, totally lived up. Thank you for the recommendation. You never let me down. Um, I hadn't even watched it yet, so that was just a leap of faith. But holy oh, fuck, sp- it was fucked. Ah, oh, so good. I just literally just been ra- walking around my apartment, going like Carol Baskin, that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> How funny are those videos? I, I want to watch all this old YouTube, this old show. I know, I know, it's so part. good. Um, yeah, the craziest it's thing, insane. The craziest thing, just like I don't want to talk about it too much because it's yeah, all everyone's so been talking week. about. But <laughs> the uh, my our our buddy Mike, who was on the podcast once, uh, sent me a the Barstool Sports like review of it or whatever. And one of the things the guy said, he's like, "Yo, there's a guy on there," and I can't remember if it was. They made Scarface because, it, like, like after him, or just like he's like the modern day Scarface. But either way, they were comparing this guy to Scarface, and he only had like two minutes of airtime, like talking about him. It's like that's how whack this show is. So I thought that was uh, that was pretty pretty crazy. But yeah, good show. Apparently, there's more episodes to come. A possible uh, spinoff where they're gonna do a full thing on on Carol Baskin's uh, late ex husband. And the mystery into that, so... I'm full yeah, down for that. Kind of, he's kind of the hero we all need right now, so... <laughs> She's a psycho. Take it. Uh, I also watched Sour Grapes, that wine documentary, which was fantastic. I uh, still recommend that to everyone. 
but uh yeah man it, it was dope to watch uh, watching tiger king i was super into it and yeah let's move on i i don't need to i don't think we need to keep talking about it no 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 it's... but the memes are great keep them coming whoever's making them <laughs> oh yeah so um with all the uh another kind of hilarious thing i've been seeing is uh, with all the you know up like kind of a mix of everyone doing like video conferencing and people not having enough to do there have been a lot of like zoom bombing zoom bomb. um zoom bomb so it's like essentially people are having these meetings like over zoom and like some of them are like in congress and stuff like that and like a hacker will like hack into the meeting and like start putting porn on the screen or like drawing dicks and stuff like that which i always find is like pretty fucking hilarious <laughs> but um yeah taiwan like banned it for government use and like canadians are like like canadian government are like very strongly urged against using it so um apparently the owner is like tightening things up but kind of hilarious little little news take but it's it's pretty serious because I I saw recently like some schools started banning it and uh, Google banned it. So like you got to think their downloads went up by thousands of percent uh, since coronavirus started. They probably thought it was the best thing for the company. This is a pretty recent IPO. It IPO'd in July or August, and I never really understood the valuation. And the stock just kept going up. Like so wrong on it, I was and. I think the the big thing now is they're going to have lawsuits because in the IPO disclosure where you're supposed to disclose the risks of the company, there wasn't a lot of there wasn't any mention of that they don't uh, completely encrypt end to end, and that is what we're seeing now is like pretty easy to hack and um, fucking investors are pissed about that. I think. Yeah, I I think it's still probably the best product on the market. And it's really good, man. It's 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 honestly like we used it for a cataset <laughs> like uh, last week. I got bombed, um, but like it's uh, it was very high quality, much better than like um, like Google Hangouts or um, Skype for business, like FaceTime or any of them. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, so they have some work to do, obviously, on that. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I I think the company will be fine. You know. Um, or they should be fine. They just need to address some of these security issues, but they they will have some class action lawsuits. That's for sure. Uh, kind of reminded me though of like back in the day when we, we used to hit pools coming back from like lifeguard parties. Oh, those are the times, man. For those of you who don't know, like we used to, you know, you all there was like a bunch of pools like that we all worked at that were close by. And like, you know, you're coming home late night from a party and, you know, your buddy works at the pool, you're walking past, so you hop the fence, throw their benches in and like a bunch of their shit, put porn everywhere. It's pretty <laughs> funny. I miss those days. I definitely miss those days. <laughs> uh, speaking of some positive coronavirus actions that are being taken by rich as fuck people, Bill Gates, he's dishing out give or take billion dollars. Uh, I don't think there's a exact price tag on it, but uh, basically he's going to fund seven uh, coronavirus um, factories to test seven different vaccines. Um, probably pick one or two or I- if any, you know, um, but yeah, just going to build out factories for all seven so they can start testing right away. Um, you know, Bill Gates, he's been doing a lot of great stuff with his, uh, with his fund, 
with his uh, charity fund. And this is another great example of that. Um, not saying we're going to, I don't think we'll have the vaccine around the corner anytime soon, but um, fuck, good to streamline the process a bit. And then my boy, Jack Dorsey, is yeah, also boy. donating $1 billion of his square equity to COVID-19 relief. Um, pretty much uh, $1 billion of his square shares will be transferred to a uh, charity fund. I don't think they'll be sold all at once. It'll be slowly over time uh, as Square keeps going up and he makes more and more money off of it. So that billion's like whatever. But uh, man, Jack's a great, good humanitarian. I always respect that. And I love Square. So I'm cool with that. So a uh, couple of rich people um, putting some of their hard-earned cash to use. And Speaking of, speaking of rich people, well, Amazon news. Yeah, they're suspending their um, FedEx UPS competitor, Amazon Shipping, um, to focus on its own, obviously elevated um, delivery needs uh, during the pandemic. Uh, basically, they were launching. They had only launched in like California, a few states, I think. Uh, I think it's called Amazon Shipping, but um, pretty much a FedEx UPS competitor, but. They have so many orders now um, because everyone's isolated at home and can't go out to shop and that, that they kind of need all hands on deck to fulfill their own orders because they haven't been able to do the one or two day shipping to its prime members. And uh, I think that suspension will start in June, I believe. So a little bit of a delay um, before they launch their full fledged attack on the likes of FedEx and UPS. Very nice. Interesting. Before we get into the, the, I guess, the hard-hitting news, um, fun fun update, um, Business Boys Podcast coming in with their first sponsor, oh boy, <laughs> um, no, uh, it was just uh, uh, buddies of ours created their, their own company, it's called Mom Is Dad, check them out on Instagram, mom.is.dad, you know how to spell those words, uh, they have great apparel, uh, Spence and I are waiting in right now. Our deliveries should be coming in soon of our new hats. So I'm pumped to try on those guys. Hopefully you'll get a, a look, see at them on, on our Instagram page next week when I, uh, when I show them off. But, uh, for now I'm excited to, I'm excited for those. I need a new, I need a new cap, man. Weather's getting nice. We've been going for some nice walks because fuck else am I going to do? And got to be looking fresh. So pumped to get that in. But I've seen the tees. I've seen the long sleeve tees. Simple. Classy, they look great. Yeah, can't wait. My hair is getting long, so I need uh, I need a new cap. Yeah, so we'll we'll let you know how they how they fit. You know, we definitely will. Let's, um, let's uh, get in. let's start yeah, with let's, some ridiculous news. Ridiculous news. What do you want to talk about? Want to talk about some some five some five G conspiracy theories? Um, I do love a good conspiracy theory. Who doesn't? Who doesn't love a good conspiracy theory? So, um, there have been conspiracy views, conspiracy theories uh, about 5G. If you look into it, people are, have been burning down the towers. Um, people think that uh, the 5G is spreading the con- uh, coronavirus. Um, you know, this comes from, like... It, it think people's the main thing is that it lowers your immune there's two arguments one 
is that it lowers your immune system so people are more susceptible to catching it and it's 5G's fault. And another reason is that people just think that 5G transmits coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So there have been people like literally burning down towers. So kind of fucking crazy. Um, but what's interesting is um, if you if you actually look into it a little bit, there are some, some legitimate concerns um, where it actually stems from. Now, again, it's not spreading coronavirus but there are some people who think like you know there's that radio frequencies have been tied to to cancer development in the body so like from phones from microwaves from tvs i'm sure you've seen a lot of people who don't like having their cell phones in their pocket at all times or don't sleep with your phone next to your bed because of the radio frequencies from from my really brief look into it and understanding um there's been a lot of a lot of studies show that it could be possible, but there's no 100% hard conclusive evidence. But people think that you know if we have 5G towers everywhere emitting all these radio frequency um, stuff all around <laughs> us, <laughs> that uh, that it, it might lead to uh, more cancerous cells in our body. So um, there's a bunch of articles, a bunch of studies on it. Might be worthwhile if you're interested to check it out. But uh, that's kind of what's going on there. I think it's bullshit. I mean, if, any, <laughs> if anything, I've always thought, you know, people are have their phones glued to their face mm. 15 hours a day. If there's any radio frequency waves coming from any any anything, it would be like the phones, but right and that and and and, and people think people that's what that's what people are saying, but at least with the phone like you can leave it away from your bed or like you can not keep it in your pocket or, or all this shit or you can turn it off for those who are like super worried about it. But for the people who are super worried about it, if there's 5G signals all over the place, then they can't turn those off. All they can do is burn down the towers. So mm. I think we'll Everybody. be okay. But I, I haven't researched it too much. You know, I'm just being a little naive about it, but uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm just giving you what's out there. I'm, oh, not, I'm not picking a side either way. I haven't I looked enough into it. I know. And then what's up with Google tracking our locations? Fucking spying wow. on us, making sure we're quarantining. Big brother. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Google's been releasing some of our location data to help with the coronavirus. Um, so it's just they're just giving data to, to understand more about how social distancing is working uh, across different areas. Um, again, so the, the company said the findings are, and I quote, uh, created with aggregated anonymized sets of data from users who have turned on the location history setting, which is off by default. Mm. So they're not tracking you unless you said like, yo, track me. But, um, essentially they're giving this data anonymously and it's from three previous days. It's not like live data. Um, so I wouldn't be too stressed about it. But uh, it's more just on giving the government understanding of how social distancing is working. If they see a bunch of people whose location settings show them all together, then samarshpa. But uh, looks like uh, looks like it's like you know different areas are doing it differently. But shout out to uh, hometown Quebec. Apparently, it's the best in North America at social distancing. There you go. So there you go. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what they're doing. So again, it's it's. The location set history setting has to be turned on and turned on by you, and it's anonymous, so don't uh, don't go uh, tripping your nuts too early, you know. Hmm. Interesting. 
I don't really have much to add on that. I, I'm conflicted to know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I think no. in general, like, I don't really want Google tracking my location, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, fucking <laughs> what? You've walked like 300 meters in the last two weeks. Like, where are you going, man? Honestly, I haven't I haven't been out of my place since Saturday morning. It's pretty Jesus insane. Christ. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, it's it's tough because I'm in a huge condo complex, so I feel the elevators are, you know, are just prime non-social distancing hotspots where <laughs> yeah. Every time I mean, I was in the elevator with three people the other day. I felt like I was dying. I literally felt death come into my esophagus. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'm a friggin', you know, I'm paranoid. I'm a chicken shit, so fuck it. I'm going to stay in, and I'll just go out on my balcony to get some fresh air. Yeah, as long as you're getting that fresh air, you know, a little yeah, sunlight. Yeah. Keep the window open, crack the door during the day. I'm I'm used to it. I'm used to being at home. Like it doesn't really bo- bother me too much. Yeah. By the way, before we were kind of talking about your boy, and now we're getting another one of your your boys over here. I know. I remember you were you were you were high on them. You got a lot of boys, but you were high on them. But uh, ended up, I believe, staying away because said uh, it might be a little too good to be true. But your boys, luck in coffee in the news. Yeah, so I think we we discussed the IPO maybe or or the company. Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, I want to say three months ago, four months ago, maybe. Um, Chinese coffee startup that had just insane growth. I believe I said I had never seen a company grow that fast, that quick. It was unprecedented, really. And and the concept made sense. You go yeah. in, you you order you order on your app, you order coffee. And then you jump in and out of the store, and that's yeah, it. And, and no, no frills. You know, cheap coffee, get it quick or get it delivered. Um, great idea, and I think it had a good brand, but uh, the business model is just kind of un- unsustainable. Like, you can't grow that fast. And I don't remember if I raised that or not, but they were just spending so much cash to expand. I think they expanded from one store to 4,500 stores in three years in China. So, like, that's just fucking crazy. In three years, they had more stores in China than, than Starbucks had. Um, anyways, sometimes it's better to be lucky than uh, to be right. And this is what happened in this case. It was on my short uh, list, my short wa- watch list for stocks uh, going back two weeks ago. I had, like, a 30-stock short watch list that was getting appealing at these prices. Um I remember kicking myself a few months ago when it jumped from $20 to $50. I was so pissed that I missed it. But yeah, anyways, so this, uh, the Chinese company Luck and Coffee, um, the stock dropped about 85% or 90% uh, a few days ago or a week ago on reports that the COO and other employees were fabricating sales. Uh, I don't know, like 40%, 50% of the sales are completely made up bullshit. And this is in addition to the company was offering like, if you're a new member sign up, you get like a free coffee, you know, there's like heavy discounting. And if you refer a friend, you get like 10 free coffees. So there are already using discounts and referrals to like really fucking grow their sales as much as they could as quickly as they could. Um, but yeah, then they ended up fabricating a bunch of sales. Um, that report came out, stock tanked, COO has been like, 
obviously let go. I'm sure there'll be criminal action, a million lawsuits. Um, and it, it, it kind of like evolved into a bit of a Twitter battle between two short sellers, Carson Block and Andrew Left, where uh, Block kind of said it was a fraud and Left said it wasn't. And uh, Citron was wrong, obviously. But man, this is just another compounds, augments the problems of these Chinese listed companies on US exchanges. And uh, it's at the point now where like, what can you really trust from China? I mean, I don't really trust their numbers on the coronavirus. I mean, I would literally almost bet everything I have that those numbers are not factual, <laughs> factually correct. I, I don't know why I just and then, you know, you've seen it with a number of Chinese companies, Tal Education Group, the same thing just happened. Uh, there's been some other ones. Every time I'm looking at Chinese financials, it's just like, it makes my head hurt. First of all, because it's in, uh, it's in RMBs, but uh, so it's like, you know, like 10 times $1. So the numbers are all so high, but uh, man, it's really like, can you, can you trust any of these companies? I read a report that the U.S. government was already debating just banning Chinese companies from listing on the U.S. exchange, like no more IPOs. Um, yeah, it's just they need to do a much better job. Um, and even the banks here that are helping these companies go public, they just need to do a better job with their accounting practices because uh, it's pretty clearly like do what you will to the books and uh, – We'll take care of the rest. The future of the company, I, I really don't know because supposedly they saw an uptick in volume after the uh, fraud report came out. A bunch of Chinese customers, just they don't give a fuck. They like their cheap coffee. I mean, they don't really care if the company's committing fraud. Um, I don't know if they can weather the storm financially. Are they going to be able to raise money from other banks or the Chinese government? I mean, the owner is already sold a shitload of shares because he was he defaulted on a margin loan which is it's just a mess like it really is a mess and honestly it's it's sad it, it really is sad because i really think the brand and the like you said the concept was pretty solid um but the business plan and execution was obviously flawed and i i don't know i really have no i don't know the future of the company i was the stock's like $4 now. I'm like, should I buy some? But no, you just don't want to be involved with a company like that. Like, you just don't, in my opinion. Right. Definitely not uh, Definitely not the only disaster of, uh, of the last couple of weeks. Some um, FTC looking to uh, unwind the, the investment Altria and Jewel. I know you wanted to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, it's just weird. It's just really weird, like, I, I, I only wrote, we'll just touch on this quickly because it's so fucking stupid. I just wrote WTF <laughs> is this in the notes. They're, they're trying to unwind Altria's 34 billion value. Uh, what do they put in Jewel? Like, like 5 billion or whatever at 34 billion valuation, saying that at, uh, you know, it was, it was going to create a monopoly and they're using uh, unfair sales tactics because Jewel had a command of the marketplace and Altria also had some vapes that they just switched into Jewel and they had a dominant market position. But the investment has been a complete disaster. Altria's had to write down like $2 billion on their Jewel investment because 
of the health concerns and everything, the, the valuation tanked. So what the fuck happens? Like if they unwind the investment, I guess they don't have to write down any more future losses. Do they get any money back? Like, is it a bad thing for Altria or potentially, uh, you know, a good thing out of a bad situation? So it's just a really, really weird uh, kind of, I don't know. It's just weird from the FTC, you know? Anyways. <laughs> just 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 sipping on my uh what's left of my uh delicious Caesar over here. Yeah. I really think uh back to the luck and coffee thing, man. That's just oh man, it's just fucking crazy, you know. I, I still like I was shocked for like a few days about it. Uh, not not like shocked because it, it committed fraud or that, but it just really rattled me. Just cuz I I spent a lot of time on Twitter reading other investors um, like that I respect. And sometimes I read the comments and you got all the retail idiots chiming in. Like, man, people were... When Luckin jumped from 20 to 50, people were like, I'm not selling anything. Like, this is going to be a $150 stock. And then I remember reading the message boards when it crashed. And this, the, the top comment was like, what do I tell my wife? <laughs> like, fucking <laughs> A, man. Like, it's... Like, people just went balls to the walls in this one. There's so much big money in it, too. Like, a, a lot of the big, like, BlackRock, a, a lot of the big funds were in on it. So, I mean, uh, people were just blind to this, completely blind. It's just it's just absolutely insane. I, why was this allowed to go public? Like, how was this not investigated or discovered? Is this a more recent thing? How would how would one even find like how do you find that like how do you like you, you track? are supposed to. Yeah, but what they're supposed to like check out like the foot traffic or like the sale of of coffee beans like you know like <laughs> sale versus waste like it's that's a, like it's, it, it's it's yeah like inventory costs versus like it's fucking coffee and it's sold cheap like uh, I, I don't know like I'm I feel like it's pretty easy to to hide obviously you know. Mm. Cause like you look at like a restaurant, like when the, when they're fudging numbers, it's like, well, you fucking bought like you buy eighty bottles of vodka a week. Like, where are your fucking sales? Like, you know what I mean? Or like you bought a thousand steaks this week. Like, where are your sales? You know what I mean? If you're if you're trying to hide profits or you're trying to boost profits, it's like, but you didn't buy this much. Like, where are your sales numbers? But I feel like with coffee, it's like fucking, it's like fucking coffee. Like, I, I feel like you can just be like, oh yeah, we, we bought this and they didn't, we sold it, but you just toss the coffee beans out the window or I don't know. So a big part of Carson Block's, uh, from Muddy Waters researches, uh, short thesis was based on like videos of, of the, the stores and the foot traffic. Yeah, okay, that's what I was thinking. Like, it's so, got to be, you got to track the foot traffic, right? Yeah, yeah. You'd be surprised that, like, some of the information some of these big-time investors can get versus peasants like moi et toi. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> A couple fucking peasants we are, eh? But, uh, yo, so obviously, uh, get, given the coronavirus, like, we've had to make a lot of changes in our lives. So I came up with a little list for you, a little game for you to play. A little yeah. game of fuck, kill, marry, or fuck, chuck, marry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, for the kill, you can never, ever, ever do it again. Or, what? you know, 
And for the fuck, I, I think you can do it like once every two weeks or once a month. Okay. All right. And the Mary, I can do it as much Wh- as whenever you want to. And whenever you want. All right. Okay. All right. I got a few different uh, categories here. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. The first category is alcohols. Okay. Got tequila, gin, yeah. or Greek moonshine. Fuck kill Mary. Tequila, gin, or Greek moonshine. That's tough, man. Uh, I would. I would fuck Greek moonshine. <laughs> Mary Gin and kill tequila. Oh, I'm surprised by that. I know I love tequila, but gin's like it's like a go-to. Like it's like you know, it's like if I'm not drinking beer, like I prefer gin. And like tequila, it's like I do like tequila, but like it's substitutable, you know. And like what? I'm not gonna have like a fucking my Greek moonshine with Gramps every once in a while. Come on, man. Those are family values you're tugging at. That's true. All right, category number two. I can't even read my own handwriting here. <laughs> Fucking child. Oh, here we go. Food category. Ooh, yum. Popcorn. Yeah. Chicken. Oh. Or mayonnaise. Oh, dude, you're really tugging at the heartstrings. I, I spent like six minutes on this when I was stoned the other night. So, yeah, I did a pretty good job. Oh, fuck. Okay, I would... Oh, man, because I love popcorn, but I'd have to kill popcorn. Oh, I would fuck chicken, and I would marry. No, no, no. Sorry, 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 sorry. I would, <laughs> I would, I would kill popcorn. I would fuck mayonnaise, and I would marry chicken. Ooh, mayo, it's chicken. I love, I love, I love chicken. You can only have mayo <laughs> once a month. Yeah, might but be going uh, to withdrawal there. I know, but I can figure it out. I can, I can find my moisture elsewhere. All right, category three of five. Grab bag category. Playing basketball, Netflix, sex. <laughs> and uh, playing basketball. And like, does Netflix like include like, like, can I get cable or like, can I get like Crave or like? Sure. Yeah. St- streaming service. Okay. So no streaming. streaming, no streaming services. Okay. I would. I would fuck basketball, I would marry sex, and I would kill streaming services. <laughs> I think sex, like, you can get by on the on the fuck, you know? Once a month? I mean, it's not ideal, but... It's not ideal. It's... I've, I've done it before in my life, I'm sure. Again, <laughs> yeah, so have I. Yeah, maybe, okay, so, but, like... Yeah, all right. Well, maybe it's, I'd it's your list. I, I like but. that, man. No Netflix. Going back to the DVDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to get the DVDs. All right. Uh, category four: Disney princesses. Oh, Jasmine from Aladdin. Okay. <laughs> Ariel from The Little Mermaid. Okay. Little redhead. Which one? When when she's a half when she's a mermaid or when she's a human? <laughs> Whatever. Or, in, or interchangeable. <laughs> Or Pocahontas. I don't oh, know if she's fuck. a princess, but uh, yeah, she yeah, she counts. I would I would I would I would kill Pocahontas. I'm pretty sure that's racist. 
I would kill Pocahontas. I would uh, fuck Ariel, and I would marry Jasmine. Okay. Yeah. Jasmine. Does modern day Aladdin, Jasmine is the is uh, the Disney tiger tiger queen. <laughs> she is the, the Disney tiger Asha queen, or whatever his name is. <laughs> In uh, last category, the three S's: the showering, three S's. shaving, or stretching your back. <laughs> <laughs> Showering, shaving, or stretching my back. I would, I would, I would, I would have to marry showering. <laughs> I would fuck shaving. Yeah, I can't never shave again. Like, not can I trim? Like the trimming, like doesn't count, right? Like I can't just trim. That's such a cop out. So yeah. I would I would marry showering, I would fuck shaving, and I would kill stretching my back. Oh. You're gonna be sore, bro. I'm gonna oh, be man. sore, man. Alright, that's it. As long as you keep uh, the legs as long as you keep the legs stretched, you don't have back issues, you know? As we both stretch our backs adjusting in our chairs right now. <laughs> so, so I ended up on Saturday when I was leaving the building. I, I took the stairs down from the forty second floor because I didn't want to be in the elevator with a bunch of people. And fuck, I'm still sore from going down all those, like, I'm so out of shape. That's a, that's a lot of stairs, man. But it just, it gets like, it's weird going downstairs, you know? You're going upstairs, you're using the glutes, you're using the quads. Going down, like, my uh, my calves are really hurting. I don't know how to go downstairs. Like, I have to move my feet out like a duck a bit because my shoes are too big. <laughs> like, do you bend your legs? Do you go straight? It's an awkward thing. You, you never. Yeah, but really I feel like if you want to, if you want to look at it as a workout, like I would just, in, I would just embrace like the the straight leg, straight foot, and like use the muscles in the quad. You know, going downstairs though. Yeah, uh, it's weird, man. It's a weird movement of the body. I love how fun is it like racing downstairs though. Obviously, forty two is like a like, that's next level shit. But like you know when you're like you're trying to catch the metro and you're like you're like hopping downstairs and you're like kind of like pushing the railing to make you go faster. Yeah, oh, I can I can whiz down some stairs, man. Uh, anyways, yeah, I'm still sore. I had to take a nice uh, nice bubble bath last night. Bubble bath the kinks didn't work. That's it, man. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm just, I got ribs on my mind. I got nothing else to give you. Cool. I'm spent also. Like, I mean, fuck. Like, you know, uh, it's all Corona, Corona, Corona. So we're here. We, we, we put together some fucking news pieces for you guys. So what else do you want from us? Leave me alone. I'm not your only source of entertainment here. Go entertain yourselves. The fuck? Uh, you think I'm just some cheap entertainment prostitute? No way. So thanks for tuning in us here, the business boys. Thanks for tuning in as always, and we'll check you later. Peace out.